Hello and welcome to the Homeless Vagabond Experience, Episode 5 with your host, Hydro Vlogs. If you're new to the podcast, this is a podcast where I talk about being a nomad in the United States of America, my travels, my experiences, I answer some questions, tell some stories, give some updates on where I'm at. If you're interested in that, go ahead and give me a follow, five stars, like, subscribe, whatever your platform has. And with that out of the way, let's just jump right into this. So I just got into California, and I've had a, f I've had a few experiences, to say the least. Uh, the first one, I can't walk on the interstates. Found that one out. So in Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona, you're allowed to walk on the interstates as long as you're facing traffic on the shoulder. In California, you cannot do that. I saw a sign that said you can't do that, and I'm not looking to get in trouble. So I tried taking a lot of back roads, but there were some times where I had to walk on the interstate. Luckily, I didn't get in any trouble. Police and Border Patrol didn't seem to care all that much, but yeah, still not going to do it, just in case. However, speaking of Border Patrol, I got a funny Border Patrol story that just happened. So the other night, I it was getting late, and I needed to find a place to sleep. And I found some bushes right off the interstate. So I got in there, hunkered down, and I passed out almost immediately. And in the middle of the night, I'm woken up by a with a flashlight in my face. Uh, Border Patrol asking, are you an American citizen? I'm like, oh my god!" And I'm still asleep. So I'm real startled. And I just put my hands up. I'm like, yes, yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he's like, okay, no problem then. Enjoy your night. And he just walks away. Like, that guy's sleeping on the side of the interstate in some bushes. He's an American citizen, so I don't really care. Yeah, that was really, really fun. I got a trail coming up, actually. It's a Goat Canyon Trail, supposedly. Because here's the thing. I'm in the California desert right now. It's like 110 degrees. Supposedly, on the other side of this trail, on the other side of this canyon, the temperature just drops by like 30 degrees. One side of the mountain, it's 100 degrees. On the other side, it's 70 degrees. I find that very hard to believe, but I'm going to trust my weather app. And we're going to hike that canyon. I'm going to try and vlog it. So be on the lookout for that one. Okay, so one of the topics I wanted to talk about today was uh, dealing with animals. Yeah, I've had a lot of experiences with animals, and I just kind of want to share how I've dealt with animals. So normally, at least in the southern part of the United States, uh, up in the northern part, we got grizzly bears. I haven't had to deal with those yet, so hopefully I won't. But in the southern part, 99% of animals are completely afraid of you. I was in Mount Savage, West Virginia, and I went to sleep, and I was in my hammock, and I woke up to like sticks breaking on the ground and I kind of look up and there's a bear cub on my left, a bear cub on my right. And I turn back around and right there is mama bear. And I just kind of duck down in my hammock and hope they go away, which they did. About 30 seconds later, they started running away. And, you know, that's basically how you deal with that. You just, if you see bears... Don't never run, never run from a bear, because once you turn your back on a bear and you start running, then they think you're prey. So don't do that. 
you know, if you're far enough away, just get out of their way, make some noise, scare them away. Yeah. Also, I had to deal with coyotes. A coyote, I should say. Like, I, I often hear coyotes all around me, but there's only been one time where I've walked up on one. It was in Texas under a bridge, and he kind of snuck up on me and kind of looked at him, and after about 30 or 40 seconds, he just ran off. So yeah, when it comes to animals, just don't be too scared about it. They're not going to attack you most of the time. I did have one frightening experience with an alligator. I was uh, sleeping under a bridge in, I think it was Mississippi. It might have been Louisiana. And I'm sleeping under a bridge. And I'm not fully asleep. I'm kind of half asleep, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, I just hear thrashing in the water. Yeah, it's dark out. I'm kind of looking around. I can't see the alligator, but I'm like, okay. Maybe I should find a different place to camp out. And so I did. I packed up and left. Anyway, the biggest advice I can give you if you're worried about animals while camping and such, do not eat where you sleep. Going back to that bear story I just told, the reason those bears were there was because I ate at that spot last night. Because when I got up and looked around, the bear cubs were like sniffing right where I was eating the night before. So yeah, don't eat where you sleep. Uh, if you have food, the best protocol is to just put it in a bag and throw it up in a tree so no animals can get to it. I've been sleeping outside every day for about two years now, and I can tell you the only time an animal's really walked up onto me while I was sleeping was a couple weeks ago, actually, and I didn't even know about it. Uh, I told the story on one of the previous podcasts, but I was sleeping, and when I woke up, I noticed my headlamp was about 30 feet away, so some animal at night came by, and, or at least I'm assuming it's an animal, came by and grabbed my headlamp and moved it 30 feet for whatever reason. So that's really been my only experience with animals messing with me at night. Other than that, like I said, animals, they don't want to, they don't want to mess with humans. And on the topic of animals, I want to tell a very short story about what I can only describe as a pterodactyl. So I was in Texas, and I don't remember this, uh, the city, but I was sleeping under a bridge, and I had slept there for like a night before. I was kind of resting up in this little town that was a Walmart. So I was just resting up for a few days. And on the second night, I'm sleeping, and all of a sudden, I hear what almost sounded like trees falling all around me. And so I immediately wake up, and I'm staring up at the sky. Well, I'm staring up at the underside of the bridge, and I see this gigantic bird fly right over my head, 10 feet over my head, and it was huge. Like I said, I can only describe it as a pterodactyl. And so I jump up instinctively. There's a deer like 10 feet away from me, and I'm just staring at this deer, and he's staring at me, and he runs off. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, okay, did the pterodactyl save me from the deer, 
or did the deer save me from the pterodactyl? I did not go to sleep that night because I was so just like, what just happened? And uh, so the next day, in the same spot, you know, I I think I was cooking up some mac and cheese, and I turn over, and I see this giant creature walking towards me. And it took me a minute, and I realized, oh, it's a turtle. But I mean, this was a giant turtle. I'm talking three, two, three feet tall from foot to shell, from the foot to the tip of the shell. And I'm just looking at him like, am I in some like prehistoric part of Texas where they just have dinosaurs running around everywhere? Yeah, that turtle, he. He kind of walked up to me a little bit, got like within three feet of me, kind of looked at me, then turned around and went in the water and left. I don't think I slept there another night. But yeah, I haven't seen any more prehistoric creatures like that since. Yeah, that was a really fun experience. And with that, I think I'm going to get into some questions. Today's episode is probably going to be a little short because... I really need to get walking, but I want to film this real quick. So if you have any questions that you would like me answered or any topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at thehomelessvagabondexperience at gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment in YouTube, videos, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. If you leave something somewhere, I will see it. I promise. Anyway, first question. How do you find places to sleep? This is a great question. So the go-to places that I like to sleep are the woodlands, just because I like being out in the nature. And it also gives like a lot of cover so people can't see me. I'm really paranoid about people being able to see me or hear me when I'm sleeping. So I like being in woodlands, but that's not always available. Uh, other places are like under bridges, under storm drains, that kind of stuff. As for how I find the places, Google Maps is your best friend. I can go onto Google Maps, I can go to the satellite view, and I can try and find, you know, where are the bridges at, where's the woodlands at. Then when I find a place that looks all right, I can go into street view, look off the street and see, okay, well, that's too thick to climb into in regards to like trees and bushes and such or you know if it's a bridge you know not enough land space to set up camp it's nothing but water down there there's no sloped edge or anything and so yeah street view satellite view on google maps is your best friend and i often try and look ahead like a day or two just so i have an idea of where i'm going that way it's not midnight and I'm desperately searching for a place to sleep. You know, one place I never try and sleep is on, like, public places. There was one exception. I was in West Virginia, and it was, like, 1 a.m., and I just walked 20 miles, and it was freezing cold, and I slept right outside of an Arby's, just on the sidewalk. But yeah, I try not to do that, though. Just because, like I said, I'm paranoid of people seeing me sleep or messing with me while I sleep. But yeah, and with that, one more question before we get out of here. 
What's your biggest fear while being out on the trail? That is a good question, and I'm trying to think. Obviously, getting lost is a fear, especially for me, because I get lost quite a bit. You can just put me on a straight path, and I'll, I'll find a way to get lost. But, you know, I normally find my way. I've always found my way, so getting lost is just kind of a, eh, it happens kind of thing. Uh, running out of water, probably the biggest fear, because I'm horrible at managing water and food for that matter. I often underestimate how much I need. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, my biggest fear while being out on the trail, a trail, would be people. Because I have listened to so many Mr. Ballin episodes that I'm now terrified of people on the trail and in campsites and such. <laughs> I'm only halfway joking there. Yeah. I'd rather just be alone, or with someone who I really know. Snakes are another fear. I know I just talked about, you know, animals, they don't want to mess with you. Snakes are different. I got, like, a little bit of a phobia of snakes. Yeah. I'd hate to get bitten by a snake and be 20 miles out from civilization. That wouldn't be fun. But I think I'm going back to people. If I had to answer that question, it would be people are my worst fear out on the trail. Obviously, 99.9% .9 of people are good people, but there's that 0.1% that uh, they will do something bad, especially if you're out in the middle of nowhere. Okay, now that I've alienated all humans in existence, I think I'm going to end the podcast right there. Uh, remember, if you have any questions, email them at thehomelessvagabondexperience at gmail.com. Like, follow, subscribe, rate five stars, all that good stuff. Uh, next episode will be out very shortly. I've also got a blog coming out of the Goat Canyon. Hopefully. Hopefully I'll vlog it. And we're almost at the beach. After I get over Goat Canyon, I don't want to say the next vlog will be at the beach, but probably the vlog... Or, I don't want to say the next podcast episode will be with me at the beach, but maybe the one after that, and I will have walked a thousand miles. But yeah, stay tuned for that. All right, I'm getting out of here. I will see you next time. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and bye.